0: I'm going to
1: make this place your home. Hi, and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Liz Ridgway from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, the Goshen office, and I'm here with my co-host.
2: Marsha Talbot, Better Homes and Gardens Rand Warwick.
1: And we have a special guest in uh, at our show today, Marty McDermott from Operation Cleanout. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself?
3: Well, I'm Marty, and we have a local business that focuses on emptying houses and that's the magic
1: and local you're right here in warwick
3: we're located in warwick and we typically handle houses within 30 miles of
1: warwick oh okay 30 miles that's a pretty large radius. Yeah. As real estate agents, we know that <laughs> radius when people say, I want to be within 20 to 30 minutes of my work, which is located here. And then you make that circle around it and you're like, I'm going to be doing an awful lot of driving.
2: So Marty, does that encompass Vernon and, as part of that 30 miles? How far? Is in-
3: Indeed. We'll go to any house and check it out and come up with a business plan that makes sense for the seller and for us. And it- if we agree, then we do the deal.
2: Okay. So if I had a house where where uh, somebody, unfortunately, was deceased and the family is struggling, and I'm sure that that's one of the things that you could tell us more about and how you handle uh, that.
3: Indeed. A tremendous number of houses that we empty are estates. And what we have to do is we go in and we assess... How much effort is going to be involved so sometimes it's a great house and uh, it's filled with priceless antiques and sometimes it's just everyday stuff that needs to be emptied that means the family has come in and identified the things that they want to take away Uh and then we say okay what's left what can we donate what can we give away what can we sell and then we figure that out in the amount of labor that's involved to remove the house and render it broom clean. Because for most estates, the biggest asset is the person's home. So they wanna get it ready for market. And as realtors, you all know that the best houses sell because they have great photos and they're represented in the way that has the most square footage and they're clean and they're organized. And that's really what we try to do for uh, families, so that the house can be sold as quickly as possible.
1: Certainly, yeah. I mean, the difference between showing the house well and just showing the house makes all the difference in the world. You know, if your house isn't ready for market, um, people tend to start looking at the stuff in your house. They're distracted by you know what's you know on the dressers and coffee tables and walls and you know I and I don't advocate for people to you know strip their house clean of everything, but to you know, declutter as much as possible. Um, And certainly I know you've got stories of, you know, a sort of way of houses that are just cram packed with stuff, but yeah, to, to stage the home properly and get it ready for sale is very important. Um, Whether you go, you know, you just kind of touch on it and, you know, declutter a little bit or you really get into the nitty gritty and really present it like a showroom um, each room in the house, but it's so important uh, days on market Sometimes
3: some of these estates we actually look at and we do it in a staged way, which is basement garage, the danger areas. So maybe there was an artist studio or some area that was really cluttered and we remove all of that and we... By decluttering, looks like more square footage, which means more dollars to the reseller. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just go in and empty the whole house. It's whatever the client really needs. Sometimes we're called on the 11th hour by our friends, the realtors. The house already sold, <laughs> and now we have to make it happen so that we can meet a closing date.
1: Oh, yeah, that's important, too, for sure. And part of the estate uh, branch of what you do um, throughout your business, emotion. There's a lot of emotion.
3: Yeah, and because we do this every day, I think we really have a formula that allows people to experience their grieving process and the emotional process, but still get the job done in a way that makes them happy. And every customer seems to have some sort of um, emotional connection to something, and we have to listen to that and come up with a solution that makes sense. And one of the stories I was telling... um, somebody today was that we had this customer that really wanted all the books salvaged in some way and donated in some way. And we had to come up with a formula that it was hundreds of boxes of books that had to get donated. And we did that and it ultimately made them feel much more comfortable about the process of closing out an estate and moving forward with their life.
2: I think it's so hard for families with people to even make that decision you know, the fact that that person had really was able to say, "My, un, I think you had mentioned to me earlier that it was the, her uncle, that the uncle would have loved to have these things being, or was that the other person? I might have gotten that. There was, it was another situation oh, okay. where we talked I about it confused.
3: earlier, about that <clears throat> they wanted everything donated to veterans, and we handled that for them, and it took us three or four days, but we, we managed to donate all the furniture to a charity.
2: Did the veterans take furniture? I thought it was, it was to some... individuals. Ah, okay. Oh. Oh. So I for that's a quick note for veteran people can call the veterans if they have sure. just some things to, to not a lot. Put it on your front porch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's um,
1: really. I mean, you're kind of alleviating yourself of the stress and you know the research. Where do I call to get this donated and that donated? But then you're also Um, helping the vets or whatever safe homes and other places like that people can certainly bring things to.
3: I think it becomes very frustrating when you're trying to do it for the first time. We do Mm -hmm. it every day. Yes. So when we're trying to empty a house, they will actually (laughs) respond better to us because they know we're sensitive to the... Uh, limitations that they might have or their time frames but a lot of times our organizations will c- come immediately to a property that we're emptying
2: that makes a lot of sense because they know that you know we do it every day right. yeah yeah that's important
1: you know you are the professional you're the the resource to go to um, where you've got all of your um, your resources available to you and you know what would best fit with each Who takes what? Who doesn't take what? Because even though you're donating things, some of the recipients don't take certain items. Do you find... It's a little frustrating
3: for us as well. But the magic is that we have to come up with a comprehensive program on most of these houses. And it's not just the donating. It's not just getting the good stuff. There's trash removal and there's things that are just... Functional, And we have organizations that will use certain things, like we have uh, charities that we donate um, just kitchen stuff to because they're getting people situated in new environments, and that's a great—it uh, makes us okay. feel great, too. Sure. But we evaluate the whole thing formula and we come up with and we'll talk about this later i'm sure how how we get paid to do
1: this Yeah, <laughs> i think people are very curious about that you know how do, how do you get paid from doing that or do they get money for you know uh hiring somebody to uh, clean out um but um that's uh something that people are very curious about so we'll get into that as well so
2: marty i have a question because we're really nearly we're actually talking about estates As if someone was deceased, but what about if somebody is moving and they don't—they're downsizing.
3: Well, the first reason why people call us is for estate services. The second one is if they're downsizing or relocating. Also, emotionally charged because people may or may not want to do this, or they may be going to a smaller house or a bigger house or out of state where they or out of the country where they can't take all their collections. And we do the same thing. We sit down with them, we listen to them, we come up with a formula that says, hey, this is going to work for you. And every single day, that's what probably is most interesting and challenging about this job is we have to come up with a solution that makes sense for Liz or Bob or Joe. And it's so unique and fun because everybody has different interests. You were talking about your husband who loves to do art. and That's that what mi- he does. Yeah, <laughs> that might be a different scenario.
2: Are you hearing this, Jonathan?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're coming to your house, Jonathan. <laughs> but you deal with the same emotions we joke, deal dear. with yeah. as agents.
1: Yeah. Um, you have to sit down and listen to the client. Find out what their motivation is for moving in the first place. What's their motivation for having to empty the house or whatever. We find out, you know, what their motivation for moving is. And it's not always that the husband and the wife are on the same page. It's not always a happy move. I mean, it could be a divorce situation, and illness. Um, you know, so you have to find out that motivation and then treat each situation differently um, and... You're so a great often, help in that. Yeah,
3: so often we're called in by the realtors because yeah. they're so frustrated because they want to get on the market, but there's some challenges. And realtors often give a, a list of things that have to get done, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to paint the garage door, you have to put out the garbage, and you have to mow the lawn, and you have to uh, remove all the stuff in the basement. Mm-hmm. And you have a whole list of things that need to get fixed or tweaked so that the, you can get the best dollar and you can show that. Uh, property in the best way. So by partnering with the realtor, we can all get on the same page and come up with that wonderful solution in a short time frame so that the house can get on the market and, and the seller can get the best dollar for their home.
2: Yeah. So the name of Marty's company is Operation Cleanout. And I'm thinking of calling it custom removal or something like that, because that's somewhat what you do. But the fact that it is very customized is certainly a plus for the recipient, for the people.
3: I mean, we're really dealing with people's lifelong collections of things. We just did a house that we finished and the woman said, this is 47 years of my life. And We handled it in a really professional way that gave her great comfort. Um, The items were handled and sold and donated and some things were packaged and moved to her basement until she was ready. So there were lots of cool things that we got to do for her that she couldn't physically do, but made her so happy because it was done and her property is going to market.
1: Because when she told you this is 47 years of my life, you knew. That you had to treat her and her belongings with respect and care.
3: It's not calling the garbage guy to come in and empty
1: your house. Yeah, like bring the dumpster in. We're going to start throwing everything in the dumpster. I mean, that would just be horrified.
3: So many people hire us because they want to know that the functional kitchen table did not go to the dump. It went to somebody who could use it. Or it was sold. for Even if it's a nominal amount, they're happy that it just didn't... And I think that's why so many people hold on to good Mm -hmm. functional things. It makes sense. and In the world that we're living in, it's green.
1: Okay, well we're gonna be uh, taking our first break. Uh, Everybody's listening to The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ and we'll be back after a message from our sponsors. This is Liz Ridgway, a licensed real estate salesperson specializing in the Orange County, New York and Bergen, Passaic and Sussex County, New Jersey areas. I'm an expert in helping my clients find their dream home and will further assist with the best attorney, mortgage and inspector referrals to make the process a stress-free journey. I'm located out of the Goshen, New York office and my Wyckoff, New Jersey office. Visit me at LizRidgewayRandRealty.com and get your boxes packed.
0: George Zeola is a mortgage loan originator at Hudson United Mortgage, where you'll not have to sacrifice great service for great rates. At Hudson United, George will provide you with the one on one service you deserve while structuring the mortgage that's best for you. With a wide range of mortgage options at competitive rates, whether it's a conventional mortgage, an FHA, VA, or USDA loan or renovation loan, George will give you personal service every step of the way and turn your home ownership dreams into a reality. George is licensed. In new york and connecticut and works with over 25 lenders to find you the best deal one that's customized to fit your budget george takes the guesswork out of the mortgage process and you will be informed on the progress of your loan every step of the way george is always available to answer any questions you may have so what are you waiting for contact george now at George.Zeolla at hudsonunited.com
1: Hi, this is Suzanne Dermany, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermany.randrealty.com. S-U-S-A-N-N-E dot D as in David, E-R-M-I-G-N-Y dot randrealty dot com. Hi, this is Barbara Martinez, Director of Communications for the Orange County Chamber of Commerce. Join us every Friday at 12 noon on Orange County Chambers Business Wise, where we highlight Orange County Chamber events and businesses right here on WTVQ.
2: Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guests every Saturday morning, 9 a.m., for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here on WTBQ, playing the best music. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this
0: place your
1: home. Hi, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ. This is Liz Ridgway from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. I work out of the Goshen office, and I'm also licensed in New Jersey. So uh,
2: Wyckoff is my office in Jersey. And this is Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker, Better Homes and Gardens Rand, and I'm in the Warwick office.
1: And we're here with our guest today, Marty McDermott. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Marty, from
3: Operation Cleanout. <laughs> That's right. And we were ta- talking earlier about the, the three reasons why realtors and home uh, uh, sellers will reach out to us. And one is we empty houses and uh, uh, sometimes they're estates, sometimes the people are moving or downsizing. And on a rare occasion, we have done extreme hoarding. And some of those hoards have been good and some have not been good hoards. So uh, we have great stories about all of these. But you can look on our website, Operation Cleanout, and reference all the methods. And you can see lots of before and after pictures of the projects that we've handled. And you can see some really great, uh, good stories where the people were overwhelmed and emotionally tied to the furniture and to the possession, and how we got them to the point of selling their house and moving forward. So. It's a really exciting business.
1: Yeah, I've been on your website and I like how your pictures—you can just swipe it back and forth between the before and after—and I was like going back and forth. I'm like, is this the same room? Back and forth, back, and I'm like, what? It's amazing. Well,
3: so many realtors have walked into a house and have seen the before yeah. and have said, "We're never going to sell this house. We're never going to showcase, you know, all the great features in the house." organized the way it is. And sometimes we just go in and work our magic and every property is a different story and a different solution. And that's really what we do.
2: Well, we will eventually sell the house at a lower price because the public cannot envision what's there. And as you yourself, Liz, just pointed out, the room looked bigger, you know. Um, Or it looked
1: like a totally different room, (laughs) like you... Didn't know there was a fireplace back behind all that stuff that was there. And so many people
3: end up in their years of living in a house for 20 or 30 years. They put things in the basement and they put things oh, in the yeah. garage and they don't look at those things. So sometimes the actual living part of the house is fine, but there are the hidden- challenges in other rooms. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right, when you pull the stairs yeah. down to the attic and you walk up to like peek to see if, you know, is everything nice and dry up here? Are the rafters looking yeah. good? And then you've got like this mass of stuff up there. You can't even see if anything's dry because what you didn't know from the impeccably clean house that you were walking through was that there was all this stuff up in the attic like that. That's so true.
2: Yeah. So... Did you ever find like a really important piece of artwork or a I wish I had diamond I or something y- money hidden.
3: <laughs> I think that might have been our motivation in the beginning, but really, when we go through this very emotional time for people, it's probably one of the biggest emotional sure. periods: selling your house and moving for whatever reason. Um, I think that the people who work with us really feel like we care and that we make our best intention to handle it the way they want it to be handled even though they might not have the ability to do that to deliver that that, that end product so for us the the satisfaction really comes from listening to a customer tell us what would be meaningful to them You
2: didn't answer my question about Finding this, yeah. this incredible piece I, of artwork that somebody bought at no a garage sale no lottery. for ten dollars. Yeah, no, I <laughs> think I, it's just hard work that we do paper. every day. <laughs> you know how you always read it in the paper that somebody went to somebody's attic and there was the jewel of the art market. Yeah, and, nobody knew it was you know and, and worth discovered what it. Was. it. I'm sorry, Marty, that would have been fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Marty said
1: that that might have been part of his motivation in the beginning for starting this. But so, what was your start in the business?
3: Well. I'm an antique dealer by by trade or by curiosity. And for me, I went to somebody's house, and I wanted eight pieces of furniture. I just loved them. I had to have them. I offered the guy a fair price, and he was from out of town, and he said no. The only way I could get the eight items that I wanted was to actually take the whole house. And then— <laughs> I did it because I wanted the eight things because I'm crazy. And if you know me, that's what motivates me. And then I started to come up with a scenario that would say, okay, I got rid of it this way, this way and that way. And that wasn't so painful. So I got my eight things. I was happy. The guy was happy. I had to do a lot more work, but I got what I wanted. And so many people come into our store, which is Where located was your store in Warwick, and it's called um, Retro Modern Antiques. And some of the stuff does make we- its way. Right here in town, um, one block away from New Jersey, it's located at 331 Route 94 Oh, South. so
2: it's the, the Red Barn? No, uh, I'm confused. A, a little further. A little further. Okay. Um, I don't know. Where I'm you next to sorry. the big We wheels. share
3: uh, the the same driveway, the same property as General Warwick Rental. Oh,
2: thank you. So that I huge did not building know that. that they yeah. just
3: expanded is where we're at. So it's a big showroom. So um, I have to come over. You can just shop online. Yeah. I like Instagram, to see things Instagram I'm and a, Facebook.
1: But if I'm you
2: see something pop feely person.
1: Up, if you see Marty post a picture and you're like, Oh my god, I really love that, and you're like, Oh, I can't get to the store for like another three days. You can text Marty, call him or yeah. whatever, and you can just bu- you know, say, I'm interested in that yeah. and go from there. But you said and that some of these things make it to your, your store.
3: Indeed, they do. And that kind of leads us into how do we get paid, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work to empty a house. And so many people start the process and they get so frustrated because somebody wouldn't take their couch. And, you know, they have four beds that, you know are 25 right. years old and they have to go and there's paint cans in the basement and yes. you know there's stuff in everybody's house that is just stuff that has to be moved in order to accomplish the broom clean out for a real estate closing so we take into consideration the whole story you know you've got a few things that have value you have a lot of stuff that doesn't have value and you have some things that need to go somewhere else For functional reasons. So we look at how much time it's going to take us, and we come up with a scenario that um, either um, the first case scenario, which is the seller of the property, would pay us to remove the things. Uh, The net net between all the labor and the cost to remove the things is greater, so then they would pay us to do that service. And keep in mind, this is not just. Trash removal. This is the whole story of mom's great sterling silver dining Mm -hmm. room table and the 14 TVs that they have in the basement that they never threw out because they were too heavy to remove. So when you look at the whole picture, um, I would say 75% of the time we're getting paid to do the whole job for somebody in a very concentrated amount of time to deliver the property emptied. The second scenario, which happens sometimes, um, the amount of work that's required and the expenses, is about what the the content's value would be. Okay. And we, we take that in lieu of. So it's a wash. You don't get paid. We get the stuff. We do the work. And then um, the last scenario, which is my personal favorite, is we pay you because you got such great <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and there's not a lot of work to do. But... Inevitably, when people call us either for the state settlement or for moving or downsizing or for extreme hoarding, they want the job done. And there's a trade-off. And they're, they understand that this is a service that we render and we listen to you. And we come up with a program that works for you. And our project managers execute that flawlessly.
2: I think especially if it was family who was not living in the area and really can attend to yes. all the details that occur in trying to figure out where everything goes, I, would, I think that service is amazing.
3: Well, so often people come in and, you know, three of the siblings live somewhere else, mm-hmm. and the four siblings are sharing in the benefit of what the asset would bring, the the house, and only one lives locally, and that's the guy that has to put out the garbage and move the furniture and mow the lawn. Exactly. So in this case, what we find most often is the check is paid from the estate. All that expense is shared equally amongst all the recipients of the estate, and it makes sense that nobody's doing more work than the other
1: right although nothing's on somebody's shoulders while the other yeah exactly i want to take the time to let everybody know this is a call-in show as well so if anybody has any questions they can call in and ask so it's 845-651-1110 uh 845-651-1110 and we're going to be taking our next break listen to us some of our sponsors here on wtbq the real real estate show thanks for tuning in
2: This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years, and I'm ready
0: to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and
2: whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together.
0: O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com.
1: This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information.
3: Hi, this is Peter Feller of AT Healthcare, your one call for the finest in home healthcare. Tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. to hear the latest news on everything health related because your health does matter right here on WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, Mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora on WTBQ. WTBQ
1: weather.
3: Mostly cloudy skies, could be a shower this morning, then clouds just with us this afternoon. It'll get into the mid-60s. Tonight, scattered showers and becoming very windy, and temperatures drop down into the mid-40s. Tomorrow, look for clouds in the morning, then becoming mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 55 to around 60. Staying rather breezy tomorrow night. partly cloudy with temperatures heading down into the low 40s and a mix of sun and clouds on Wednesday. Still breezy. Could be an afternoon shower near 60. I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist Tony Slimo from the WTBQ Weather Center.
2: W-T-B-Q. I'm gonna
0: make this place your
1: home. Hi, welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. We're here today with Marty McDermott from Operation Cleanout. And, um, you know, we've been talking about... How to empty your home, uh, for a move, get it ready for sale, estate, uh, situations where you need to clean out, um, you know, a residence, um, you know, because if somebody passed and, um, you know, all that is entailed with that. So, um, you know, we were going to talk about some, um, situations, um, you know, with se- selling a home that maybe everybody's not on board, um together and the same mindset of, of having that sale happen and what you do with all your things. So, um, you know, I was just saying personally, uh, I moved uh, two years ago and um, my husband's a contractor, so he had a garage full of tools and um you know, uh, materials and all that kind of stuff. And he said to me, okay, I'm going to take care of the garage, you know, for the move and you take care of the house. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's an even split. Um, But he, his thing to me was, you know, we're going to get a 30 yard dumpster in here and, you know, just throw everything, just throw everything out. And I thought, just throw everything out. Like, you know, what are we going to furnish our you know, next home we're moving into with if I'm throwing everything out. And I'm like, what's everything? And do we really need a th- – why are we throwing everything in a 30-yard dumpster? That's such a landfill. Like, I don't want to see per- good things go in the landfill. So we were not on board with our, you know, um, move and how we were going to handle it. Um, so it came as a surprise to me, uh, you know, uh, so our would mindset. So we have
3: sat down and listened to both of you and come up with a solution. And the solution might have been that you – Wanted to part with four or ten pieces of furniture because they w- wouldn't go forward in mm-hmm. your next home. And then and you, we would tell your husband to tag all the stuff that he would like to sell. And we have the all these great resources because we've been doing it so long that we could have come in and said, okay, we'll sell off all those tools for you. We're not going to do a garage sale and have people come in and offer your 25 cents for something. We're going to bring in people who would buy those items and appreciate them and get you the most or the at, at fair market value as to what we could bring. And then we would have s- some sort of split based on those items.
2: Marty, that brings me to the question of what you just mentioned. Do you do garage sales? On- you know, on-site or estate sales, so to speak, on-site. Some people
3: think that that's what they want us to do. And then when we sit down and we uncover that they just want to get the stuff out of the house, they don't even want to do a garage sale because it's so emotional to be Mm -hmm. confronted with people who just want it for the lowest possible price. And for us, sometimes we can get three buyers into the property and handle it that way, and sell 70% of the stuff versus having a tag sale and selling 10% and doing all that work. Most of the time, houses are not equipped to have sales. They're not geographically- Location, the, you mean. Location. Yeah. That's true. Um, you there's know,
1: no parking. There's, there's no that,
3: parking. That. Then it's a side street. There's you know, little we've signs. We've had so much rain. Imagine- <sighs> People Cars traipsing on the park, yeah. mm-hmm. into your beautiful brand-new beige carpet with their oh. boots on and Coming in muck. the house to look at yeah. the I'm thinking right.
2: of parking on... Because there's no parking, and they're parking on the lawn and it's slowly sinking because, I mean, I, there's lots of reasons. And These you have gr- to make all those signs.
3: Well, that's true. <laughs> These are great questions because they're what I call buyer questions. You know, people who are... Uh, they think that's the best way to do things. And then we show them a way because we've done so many of these, what gets the best results. And sometimes it's selling the contents to three people. Sometimes the stuff is not sellable, even though you think it is. Uh And that's our job to say and represent those things. But what we tried to do is get the most bang for your buck given your timeline Mm -hmm. and some of your other restrictions in an ideal world you would do everything but you know that's not what we get most of the time normally it's a crisis situation the house is sold in the uh, we have a lot of brokers now who are bringing us in pre-sale and walking somebody through uh with the benefit of um what a house would sell for before or after a, a good clean-out.
1: Right. Yeah, right. Um, and you uh, you were saying about, you know, what people think they should do with their store. This is how you handle it. Having a garage sale is also very uh, time-consuming. And I think some people don't realize, I was saying that one of our friends is moving out of state, um, you know, quite a ways. And um, they held a garage sale for... The home, and for he's a carpenter and woodworking and has a big shop in the back of the house. And uh, we went over, I think it was the next day, at, or maybe it was the next weekend, I can't remember, um, to the house where he's got, he built a beautiful um, pizza oven in the backyard. His father was a mason and he built it. And I'm like, well, you just built this and you're moving. Um, so we were there hanging out and stuff. And I said, how was the garage sale? And him and his wife were both like, that was so much work. It was well, like
3: almost not even up, worth it. But also the work to break it down because now you got to get your life back in order yeah. after.
2: Right. But well, yeah. it's also the pricing that you don't know. Right. I mean, there's a lot to it. Um, I think also that if he was selling woodworking tools, that's a specific, that's a very specific audience who's going to be interested. If I'm going to a garage sale, because I see a nice sign or something. I'm not, I'm not certainly not the one who's going to be buying woodworking tools. Right. You know, but so what, I like, think it's, you, you're limiting your market in a way that if Marty came in, he already has a source to, that's to, right. That's what I'm trying to bring out. Yes. You're that's not properly, specific.
1: you're not properly marketing your items. Like when we market a home, we know where to market it to, how to market it, what photographer to bring in, all that kind of stuff. Bring Marty in to clean the um, place up and, But you've got a list of people that are waiting for uh, tools to come on the market and dishes and whatever other things that people collect or want for their own businesses and whatnot. He can go to that source and say, hey, look, uh, you know, this house is going to be emptying uh, a lot of contractor tools. And, you know, I know you're looking for that. So here's what we have.
3: So often people have this. Uh, um, distorted view of what things are really worth. And I always say it's only worth what somebody's willing to pay today. So if you bought Hummels and you have 600 of them, guess what? All the people who are trying to sell that product now are not buying those products. So the price has gone down tremendously. By the same token, there are some things that are really hot right now, and people are buying and paying top dollar for And you may not think that those items are valuable. So I always say, bring a professional in, let them tell you the whole story and we'll make sense of it for you.
1: Right, if you're not in that business, the business that you're in and you're the homeowner and you're like, oh, I wanna sell these, I know they're worth a lot of money. If you're not on the cutting edge of what's hot today and not tomorrow, you you don't know. And, you know, you'll be sitting there. You don't have the resources to sell it to, who to call it in to, to buy it and all that kind of stuff. So people do think that they are experts on their collections collections, and they don't follow them currently, you know, through the ebbs and flows of what's hot and what's not. So that's very important to know.
3: So the core part of our business, the most important part is that we empty house it. And we say that all the time. That's what we do. How we get there is sometimes, you know, we get lucky and we sell a whole group of things to one buyer. And then we say, okay, now we're in a different situation. Now what do we do? And that's the magic of doing this every day is that you have resources and you have teams of people that can come and help you do that. And I talked about this woman who we just did 47 Uh, years uh, of collecting and living in the same house. And at the end, she hugged everybody on the team and said, you know, this was really a nice thing for me to do. And you executed it with respect and professionalism. And everything that we did made sense to her Mm -hmm. after it was done. Mm -hmm. It wasn't such a smooth road, (laughs) but after it's done you get what we do every day and it's i call it magic because sometimes it appears to be magic to other people how we get a really cluttered house emptied in a responsible way and not just throwing it out
2: well what i like so much of what you're saying Marty, because this is the first time we met is that it's really consultation and i that is so much of making that experience as comfortable it is for the person, even if there's a little rough, rough time, because you are taking away things that were important to people, even though they agreed to it, you know so it's not just that they're, that you're running away with something, it's their break that, where they have to make that break, and sometimes that's just tough.
3: You're yeah. right, and I think it's the emotional part versus the dollars and cents stuff. And we've had people who have paid us to do things in a certain way that was more expensive to get the job done, but we executed it and it made them feel it honored their intention. And so many people have great intentions and then the closing gets here and they can't execute on their intention. And we come in and we do the best we can to honor the intention it may not be perfect but we all parties want the house emptied and that's what we do
1: yeah that's a relief to uh, a lot of people you know um and maybe people who are listening today didn't realize this service was so local and available to them and again you know if you'd like to call in 845-651-1110 we're talking with marty mcdermott from operation Cleanout. um but if you do have questions um and you you know want to call in some people are a little shy to call into the radio i met somebody this weekend at the cidery at pennings and she said oh i love your show and that was nice to hear because you're like does anybody like what we're doing here or, <laughs> you know supplying a good service but um she said i'm shy to call in but um so call in uh 845 we're going to take another break and listen to a word from our sponsors and we'll be back shortly
0: Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m.
2: Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens RAN Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marsha.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process.
1: Hi, this is Mary Ulrich with Cornell Cooperative Extension in Orange County, inviting you to join me and your Orange County farmers on Farm Talk every Wednesday at 12 noon, where you will learn everything agriculture on WTBQ, radio worth listening to.
3: Hi, this is Dr. David Leach, the superintendent of the Warwick Valley Central School District and host of Your Schools. Listen every Monday at 12 noon to learn what's happening in your schools right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to.
2: WTBQ I'm gonna make this place yours
1: Hi, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. We're here on WTBQ. If you'd like to call in, the number is 845-651-1110. And we're here today uh, talking with Marty McDermott from Operation Cleanout. But before we get into our last segment um, discussing cleaning out and um, what it involves and entails and how Marty can help, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about this past weekend and um Breast Cancer Awareness Month and what the uh, Warwick office um,
2: was doing at Apple Fest this weekend. Well, we were at Apple Fest, and we have been doing this for quite a few years. We have beautiful baskets, and we raffle them off, and all that money goes to, to making strides. So thank you for the people who stopped by and gave us contributions. If you didn't win a raffle basket, try again next year. We'll be back. It's actually right in front of our office. And um, it's a good cause and an important one. Yeah. Do you know how much money you raised this
1: weekend, or you didn't get the tally? I didn't get the tally yet. Yeah, we did um, bowling for boobies last week at the um, Chester Bowling, uh, and we made. Are we censored by that word (laughs) boobies? No, I think we can say boobies on the air. Um, And we uh, raised seven hundred and fifty dollars just by going bowling that night. So, um, yeah, it's a great month to remember. And
2: it's part of actually our company's uh, mindset. Yes. The, the, you know, that uh, this is made, that we are making other people aware and that we contribute. Yes. And so it was
1: Apple Fest this weekend. And. Um Not as many Uh, apples, (laughs) right? but delicious food all over the place. (laughs) weather we've had the whole summer into fall so far with the rain and whatnot. Um, But um, I had my daughter back from college. Uh, She came specifically to go to Apple Fest and brought three of her friends with her. And um, they spent the entire day there. And one of her friends came in from uh, college in the city that grew up here. And they all went together and... um, they had a great time, so uh, I stayed home and washed sheets and cooked meals and, you know, did all that stuff, so or I guess would be comfortable, but um, so we had a great time this weekend. Um, how about you? Anything uh Well, the
3: store fun? was open, and we had lots of people in, and we sold lots of great furniture, mm-hmm. and so many people follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Retro Modern Antiques, and they comment on how fun it is to shop virtually, and to see how quickly the stuff comes into the store and how quickly we sell the stuff and where it ends up going to. Sometimes it ends up in Brooklyn or Albany or California.
1: I've seen it uh, on your Facebook, and you've said, it's staying local. It's going to another Warwick family. It left a Warwick home, and it's staying here local. (laughs) It's moving
2: to a different neighborhood.
1: (laughs) So much
3: of what we do is about communicating Mm -hmm. and creating a community community in Warwick with the stuff that we sell and we like that.
2: So you go into somebody's house and us who go into so many houses Mm -hmm. might say, I remember that. (laughs) Wasn't that in the house down the street? (laughs) (laughs) The yellow house with the green shutters. But Anyway, Marty, would you tell us a little bit about this other part of the service that we had talked about during the break, which was hoarding? Well,
3: you know, There's really three reasons why people call us in to empty their house. One is for an estate service. The other is that they're either moving or relocating or downsizing. And a lot of time we get, not a lot, but we have had several really big projects that are extreme hoarding situations. Now, extreme hoarding can be like a TV show where it's not a pretty sight and the hoard is messy, and we have to shovel the living room. We have done that. Gosh. However, yeah. there people. is extreme hoarding, which still has value. Uh, people collect things, and people want things close to them that are meaningful. And... Um, I tell this story all the time where uh, a gentleman from Arizona called us up and said, hey, can you meet us to evaluate the contents of my mom's house? She passed away. And I said, sure. And Robin, my business partner, Robin Yearwood, who does lots of these projects, um, she and I walked up the the, uh, walkway and the guy greeted us and he said, He was dumbfounded. He had not been in the house for 10 years, and it was just filled floor to ceiling with unopened boxes that the mom had purchased all year long. And she had passed, and it was kind of sad that she had to live in this environment and sought out the shopping online to to comfort her. And, you know— we That's, handled yes. that very delicately mm-hmm. and it was probably the biggest job and it took us maybe eight weeks to empty that house mm-hmm. because there were such great valuable things and we had to find a way to liquidate them. It's like and, you had to catalog it almost. And Well, we really had to come up with what are we looking at because I said, what did she buy? And the guy said to me, I have no idea. I've opened five boxes and none of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she just liked to buy things.
2: Hmm. But I think you pointed out the important part in this, you know, unfortunately, is that that's what comforted her. You know, so when we think of hoarding, we don't see that component, you know. So thankfully that you're there, because sometimes it's not always in boxes, as you pointed out.
3: Right.
1: You well, know? isn't it ironic that he called you to come in, right, To because he figured, I need help, I'm not local, And I'm going to need a a local area company to, you know, help me uh, with my mother's estate. Um, And you also provide the service that he had no idea he was going to need you for when he opened that door and he saw all these boxes. Um, But you were able to
3: to help. I think it happens more often than not, because we were talking about it earlier where there's the public space in people's houses Mm -hmm. where... People don't get to see where they're squirreling away yeah. all the other things that are meaningful to them, and some people, uh, you know, save every piece of clothing their child wore, yes. or uh, <laughs> every they, art project they collect, the ever made. You know, we have yeah. people who collect trains, or they collect dolls, right. or they create, they collect something that's meaningful to them, and somewhere along the line, the collection went from four things. To forty thousand things and, and recently I went into a woman's house and I sat down with her and she was uh, a nice lady and I looked around the living room and I said, you know there were four thousand elephant statues mm-hmm. and all had the tusk up and she was very proud that they were all for good luck oh right yeah with and, the... and she was mostly concerned with what we were going to do with her elephants uh... not the rest of the contents of the house.
2: Interesting, because that, that was... what was, was important to yeah, her. That was her, pers- her very right. personal... Wow.
3: Like, she did not want them what to go in the trash. What did you do with 4,000 We ended up giving them away to Girl Scouts.
1: Oh, now, isn't that a creative... Solution. Somebody had,
3: you know, sometimes the solutions are when we start talking to somebody else about, oh, my gosh, I got 4,000 elephants to get rid of. <laughs> what you know, like with What 000. am I going to do? And they said, you know, so, sometimes it's the woodworker who has s- stuff yeah. and Boy Scouts get them or other organizations get them.
2: I think that would make certainly listening to that party makes you, you know, me feel like the people who need it are getting it. And certainly the Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts or whatever, I would imagine some per- some child going home with an elephant with its tusks up, you know, what a nice little treat. It was a little present to them. And you got rid of 4,000. <laughs>
1: know? Yeah. And what's nice, too, is they're not all sitting in a dump somewhere. That is what, like, yeah. irritates me the most, like, with just, like, and I guess maybe people like with an overwhelmed sense of, oh, my God, this is so much to clean up. Let's just get a dumpster. Um to me, that's like, oh, that's going and sitting in the landfill. Why not recycle it? You know, repurpose it. Um, give it to somebody that also will find the meaning in it. Um, so that is really, um, I think that's a great way of not not putting everything in the landfill. I can't, you um, know, conceive of all of that stuff, perfectly good things, just being dumped somewhere.
3: And I wish I always had the right answer to give to somebody as to what we're gonna do with their stuff, mm. but somehow it always works out. And yeah, like I a keep box. calling it the magic. Somehow good intentions go that we honor w- what the possessions are for somebody. And I think that's really what it's about because the easy answer is just to get a dumpster, right?
1: Yeah, right, totally. But
3: nobody oh. wants to do that.
1: Right, because they're overwhelmed or they don't know what resources to go to to find somebody like Marty. Where you know, you'll find where the stuff goes, you'll handle it, you'll take it out, and you'll find where you know each item needs to be placed.
2: But they also don't want to put it, even though they think about the dumpster, they don't really want it to go to a dumpster. No, you know, so they do nothing, yeah, because you don't want to deal with it or can't deal with it. I don't think, I think people want to deal with it, it's just. That's where that emotional level comes in. And I
1: think um, the preparation part of this is a good thing to know because I hadn't moved in 23 years and I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the house packed up. As soon as we get a buyer, you know, I'll start packing the house up. But you know, as soon as you get the buyer, you're closing within pack 60 up days. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, here we are. And I'm like, I you physically have to touch every single item in your home, every spoon, every, you know, tube of toothpaste that you have, you know, that you have to pack every single item and put it in a box. And if you get started early, um, you can sort through your things in a more um, – cohesive manner and say, I put these things aside. I don't know what to do with them. Let me call Marty. He can find a new home for them. These things I'm going to throw away and these things I'm going to take with me. So it's good to get a start on it. You know,
3: sometimes we get phone calls and it's like we have whatever the collection is. And sometimes I'm not the best solution. And I say, you can just do this. Yes. And that will work. And we don't have to get involved, but just having a resource available. Right. And you can check us out on Operation Cleanout. You can email us. You can call us. You can text us. We're very, extremely available to hear, to listen, and evaluate.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Marty. We appreciate you coming in today and uh, sharing what you do and the service that you provide and that you're local. And we hope everybody uh, who has um, you know reason to clean out gives you a call. Thanks for tuning in to The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ.